All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, all is mostly well here, but I'm not going to lie to you. We are recording listeners. That's Jake Vevera, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City, flyover state. We are recording on Saturday, September 12th. And uh, what I was about to say to you is that... Uh, Holy shit, dude! Um, I'm I'm a, I'm an entitled, spoiled American. I uh, got rid of cable several years ago, and uh, so I just have apps. You know, I have Netflix, I have HBO, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I'm a spoiled, uh, entitled American. I have been waiting for and, uh, and 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 just just in, in anticipation of. The return of football. I love the NFL. And I watched uh, my first game Thursday night, and I loved it. The Chiefs won. It was great. Uh, the first quarter was more of a game than anything else, and then the rest was kind of a blowout. But holy fucking shit, dude. Advertising. Not only advertising, I never see ads anymore, but so many fucking political ads. Just, gee, yeah. this is what works. Who, you and I have talked about this. Who the fuck has not decided who they're voting for in this election this is bizarre yeah no one no one's sitting there going i you know just after the covid stuff and everything that happened this year i i i, I could just flip a coin right now I, I i feel like they'll they'll both equally do the same and what's interesting is the ads are at least the ones i saw up front actually i'll take that back i was about to say the ads are all negative um i did see one pro Biden ad by Biden, where he said, hey, vote for me. Uh, let's do this for the future, blah, blah, blah. Whereas most of the Biden ads and all of the Trump ads, and uh, I live in Iowa where uh, the Senate race is between a woman named Joni Ernst and a woman named Teresa Greenfield. And every one of those ads was basically, fuck my opponent. My opponent's a piece of shit. You fucking shouldn't vote for my opponent. That's that's a winning that's a winning uh, recipe, though. Exactly. You know, there's there's no, especially right now, no one's going to come out with an ad like, yeah, the other guy's pretty good, but why can do slightly better? You know, <laughs> that's it's just not going to sell in 2020. Well, I mean, just not even, not even say my my not even don't even talk about your opponent. Say, okay, here's my plan for anything. Here's my plan for the economy. Here's my plan for garbage. Here's my plan for you to find both socks at the end of your laundry day instead of just one sock. All, all you see is advertising on why my opponent's an asshole. Well, it's tough. Look, I mean, look, the Democrats picked Joe Biden. His entire campaign is basically, I'm senile, I'm weird, but I'm not Trump. You know? Uh, you have to go I negative guess. at that point. But, I mean, that, that makes me think. I'm just I'm spitballing here. I did not plan this, although it could sound contrived. Um, I've never seen... Well, you, you see taste test comparisons, but rarely... You never see an ad for Taco Bell that just says, fuck Burger King. Burger King sucks. Burger King can suck my dick. This message brought to you by Taco Bell. It, it's funny that politics is the only realm of advertising where instead of, instead of selling your product, you disparage your competitor. You do see it sometimes with food advertisements, and I think, it's, I think it's, it's, it just looks bizarre. You know, it, it, it won't even be the whole commercial. You'll just be like, you'll, you'll be listening to, to a, a, a commercial to be like, uh, try the, the the new Whopper from Burger King. The new Whopper's great. The new Whopper's flame broiled. The, nine out of ten people in a taste test thought it tastes better than a stupid fucking Big Mac. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? what, what? That's like one sandwich from your opponent that was oddly specific. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I, as I said. The only time you see it is what I thought in my head was like the Pepsi challenge in the 80s. If they're doing a taste comparison, sure. But I, I oh, now, I'm, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm shitting on my own point because I, I have seen like paper towel ads where they show the paper towel that can wipe up all the water versus the one that sucks. But... And that's always a side by side. So I suppose if I saw a political ad where either Biden or Trump split the screen and said he voted for this, I'd vote for this, he voted for this, but it's just I'm waiting for a restaurant to go full QAnon. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm waiting for for a chain to go uh, try Jack in the Box, In and Out Burger is running a secret pedophile ring. 
out of their basement with the Clintons. Do not eat their food. Eat our food. I would get them attention. I, I actually did. Um, anybody can Google this. I do, do remember reading a study once uh, in my life that said if a competitor mentions their competition in an ad, it's basically advertising for both because people are such idiot sheep that if they see a, see a billboard that says Coke tastes better than Pepsi, 30 seconds later, they're just thinking, hey, I should have a Coke or a Pepsi. I don't really care which. Like um, the Energizer Bunny. I read a big study on the Energizer Bunny. Everybody knows the goddamn... I, I, I might have even been a Malcolm Gladwell book uh, that talked about how the Energizer Bunny, everybody knows it. Everybody remembers, you know, it just keeps going and going and going. And even though that's in the goddamn name, Energizer Bunny, you would ask people, which battery does the does the bunny promote? And they would say, I don't know, Duracell? Like, that's how dumb we are as people. It was something absurd. Like, 80% of, of respondents couldn't say which battery the bunny promoted. They, they, rec- they remembered the bunny, but they just, so... Well, here's how dumb I am. I was going to say Hardee's. Uh, I was way off with that bunny. <laughs> but way why? off. I'm, I'm not paying attention at all. I do like advertising when it comes to uh, examining what people think of, not people, what corporations think of me. My Facebook feed, as of three days ago, and then someone told me that they're just blanket carpet bombing everyone. I started getting all these ads for keto diets just out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck sure. did I click? But I guess uh, they're they're selling you know prepackaged meals now because we're still in quarantine, kind of. Yeah, I was I was sort of googling stuff about engagement rings because I uh, I, I proposed to my girlfriend a couple weeks yeah, back, is... and this was this was leading up to it, and I was getting ads for hey buy an engagement ring, buy an engagement ring, and I'm like, dude, she's gonna see this. You're gonna fucking snitch on me, Facebook. What are you doing? You're gonna ruin it. I was just waiting for her to be, like, looking over my shoulder while I'm scrolling, like, oh, my God, you're going to marry me. I'm fucking goddamn you, Zuckerberg. You You cock-blocking weirdo. Of all fucking people, you, not you because you're you, but because of your location, you live in New York City. You could go to the jewelry district, to the diamond block, yeah. or whatever it's called. I can buy it directly from Adam Sandler's character in Uncut Gems. just going to say that. You, you live yeah. where they filmed Uncut Gems. You and you're googling it instead of just and and for the record listeners i was getting ads for for man-made diamonds not because i'm cheap not just because i'm cheap but also uh my my girlfriend told her friend that that i i went like ring shopping with and you know she knew what she wanted that she did not want a real that she wanted a man-made diamond because she didn't want a blood diamond. So just know that every single, you, you know, one of your girlfriends that um, retweets Black Lives Matter and all that, ma- Black Lives don't matter as much to them as little shiny things on their hand do. Because uh, those fucking kids died for those diamonds. And a lot of people say, well, uh, I got a conflict-free diamond. Like, oh, yeah, okay, you trusted Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems to <laughs> fucking be accurate. with the, oh, you, oh, you didn't want one that a fucking kid? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all these are blood diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, next next door on the left. That's where where you go for the not evil diamonds. Come on, of course they're going to lie to you about it. Well, it's funny because they always say that the the not evil diamonds are Canadian. Um, I here here's my wife has a cubic zirconia. My wife does not have a diamond, and she, I think ours is called a moissanite. What's that? Yeah, I moissanite. Think, I, I think, think that's what it's called, right? Um, but but the actual band itself has small diamonds like around the thing. Mm. So I guess. Kids died for mine, but they were small kids. I, I, I don't know how the fucking math works. I just know that I'm a better person than most of you out there. Well, kind of. Not really. My wife, um, she had to be not talked into it, but we, we, we discussed it. And I told her, look, I, I, in addition to being cheap, I'll, I'll throw that out front. In addition to being cheap and poor, I'm, I'm a comedian, which means I make zero dollars. I am a, a, not a social justice warrior, but... I hate bullshit, and anybody that knows anything about the diamond industry knows that it's all artificially inflated, that it's not a precious gemstone. It's not, it's precious, but it's not rare, that they just buy the market share and withhold them so that they create value. So I didn't want to buy into that system, and I told my wife up front, when she was my girlfriend, I said, I don't want to buy a diamond, and she went back and forth. She's like, oh, but it's tradition, isn't it? I don't know. 
And it's of all things, she talked about it to her boss at the time. And her boss was like a CEO, the the the, the big person, not uh, not her like supervisor, but someone. And the boss had like a lot of money and a big old honking ring on her finger and a stone. And she said, sweetie, this is cubic zirconia. Nobody knows the difference. I didn't buy into the yeah. hype either. And then once my wife realized that her boss that could afford all the diamonds she wanted went fake she said okay let's do it and she's never regretted she it, nobody ever asks nobody looks at it and goes is that real and we didn't do ostentatious anyway we just got a normal sized little ring thing and i spent all the money on uh, the design is where all my money went for her yeah yeah i i think it was the same with mine but um yeah it, it's the kind of thing where to me i don't i don't know the economics of, like, I don't know where the fuck diamonds and rubies, like, how they're made. I know they're made in the earth and lots of compression or something. That's about the, that's the length of my, my, my precious gemstone knowledge, right? I think that's where so, mine cuts off as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, to me, the only real, I, I, I guess, value from the consumer, consumer is like, ooh, isn't that pretty? Isn't that shiny? shiny and to me it's like okay well if it looks the same yeah un unless you're the guy with the little jeweler's lens you, you know looking you get the jeweler stone looking down at it i mean no one's no one's doing that so it looks shiny it looks good and that's that that works you know yeah i don't think my wife um not i don't think i know for a fact uh, my wife has never been at a party and uh, someone's gone up to her and said, hey, uh, your ring right there. Come over here. I want you to cut this glass. It, it, it doesn't yeah. come up. It's, you know. And, and what you just said a second ago, rubies. Um, went to the Museum of Science and Industry. No, not Science, Natural. I don't know. Went to one of the Chicago museums, took the kids, and they had a gemstone room. Uh, emeralds, sapphires, and rubies are all prettier than diamonds. Like, yeah. How did diamonds become the go-to wedding ring engagement? That's just marketing because looking at diamonds, them side a basic by side, bitch uh, wedding ring. It's it's dude. It's it's the fucking, it's the Pepsi of, it's it's the Coca-Cola of, of of gems. Yeah, and, and that has to be just shoved down our throats for some reason because if you compare rubies and sapphire, they're all much prettier. They're I, a nice blue sapphire. It's got more personality. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to a, well. Well, if anyone's still... And plus, you, you you never hear about blood rubies and blood blood emeralds. <laughs> Maybe they exist, but I think I think it's more like um you, you know high school football rivalries. Like ah, we'll meet at the flagpole at three o'clock and punch each other over emeralds. You know, I don't think a lot of people are getting their fucking heads cut off. <laughs> Maybe they just have better marketing. They keep theirs on the download uh, because diamonds were the biggest. They 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 took the hit, but. Uh, Emeralds and sat, they're all sitting on the sidelines going, Oof, glad that's not us. Okay, uh, let's uh, kill these kids and get these rubies out of here. It could be, but I think I think most of their fighting happens uh, online. I think it's digital. I think they're canceling each other and stuff <laughs> Twitter like wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wars between emeralds uh -huh. and rubies. O online emerald battles. That's right. Yeah. So I sent you a couple stories to talk about this week. I did not send you the big story because I figure everybody's talking about it. But unfortunately, I do want to bring it up just maybe in passing the uh recordings of bob woodward uh who recorded trump admitting that he purposely misled the public on the dangers of covid i uh i mention every so often the the stupid people i went to high school with because you know they're stupid they 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 didn't travel they didn't get an education they just sort yeah of i got i got two types of friends online most of them have already known this for a long time we all knew he was doing this right. it would honestly be more shocking if he didn't know it would be scarier to me if the guy leading the country really was like ah airborne schmearborne fuck a mask <laughs> you know if, he, if that was really what he was thinking the whole time even though he's got cabinet members who are telling right. him no, this is what's happening this is going on um we've known this for a long time so you're either in camp a you've known he was doing this Way before he ever fucking, way before this Bob Woodward stuff ever came out, or you're in Camp B and you're so up QAnon conspiracy people's asses that you don't think Bob Woodward is a real person. You don't think he exists. You think he was created by the deep state to try to take Trump down. I, I think there's a Camp C because those are the idiot friends I'm going to talk about, which is, yeah, don't care. Like, Biden's still mm -hmm. a Democrat. Um, 
they, they still managed to somehow blame the Democrats for Trump's response to the pandemic. And I'm not going to lift up the Democrats. I'm not going to say the Democrats did everything right or did anything right. But I, I have a, I, on the side, not publicly, people act differently personally than they do privately, uh, publicly. Than they, so I asked a couple of my friends privately, like, hey, now that these recordings have come to light, are you going to change your opinion? What, what are your thoughts uh, about anything? I, I, for, I got like zero responses. Like they didn't even respond. They will fight publicly all day long and say, oh, the Democrats this and Trump is awesome. Yeah. Privately, they know they have a they have no leg to stand on. And so they don't even bother. It's it's kind of depressing in a way to see people who just know that, they, that what they're doing is wrong, but will continue to do it because people get so wrapped up in the cult of Republican or Democrat, their politics become such an identity. And I'm playing both sides of the field. Because yeah. I know Democrats that are just so they, they absolutely do too, far yeah. fucking gone that they, they won't vote person or policy. They'll just vote party line. So I just thought that's the only reason I bring it up is not to bitch and complain and like, oh my God, I can't believe Trump lied. Like you said. Yeah, I mean, that no, is no. why I think I think you'll still get a lot of votes this time around by the by many of the same people who voted for him last time because it doesn't really matter how bad he fucked everything up. Their identity's tied in with it. And to vote for the other person means, or at least to publicly come out and say, yeah, this guy fucked up and I don't like it. Maybe they'll quietly... In the voting vote, vote for the other person, but I, I don't th- I don't think that's the. I think it's so deep rooted with a lot of these people that have been kind of loud about it that their identity is so tied in with Donald Trump that to to vote for the other side, even for good reasons, is to admit that they personally were wrong. Yeah, that they fucked up, and that can't be the case. So it has to be. Well, he fucked up, but look what Cuomo did with these nursing homes, right? In COVID, right. and it's like. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that, but let's face it, he, like, he's, he was not responsible for this spreading across the entire fucking country like Trump was, you know, for uh, not coming forward with the information that he had early, for not getting tests early, for basically encouraging people not to protect themselves against it. Yeah, you, I, can you literally put every single death, COVID death on Trump? No, we would have had so many without him if we had a decent president. Would we have had as many, though? No. Yeah. it. Something you said reminded me of uh, something I did see online. I thought it was sometimes you see things that are just like so blatantly obvious that they're incredibly insightful. Like, wow, that is that like water is wet. Like, well, who, who fucking knew water is wet? It's just so blatant. Uh, I, the people you described, the cultists, um, the, the the thing I saw online said that it's amazing how these uh, Trumpers reverse engineer what they call being a cult of a Democrat, because I don't ever recall seeing people put Obama flags on their car and drive into Tea Party protests and start fights like yeah, that wasn't really a thing. No, if if you supported the president, that, that, that's more the Bernie Sanders people. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie people would do it. Bernie people will fucking cover themselves in, in, in they will they will get naked and smear themselves with with just murals of Bernie Sanders and fucking run into those protests with, with a car. They they get crazy. Some of them. That's true, but the rest of us we just. And this is of... coming from a Bernie guy. All right, the other Bernie guys are fucking. They're really. I am. I am a weird demographic. I'm a Bernie supporter that hates other Bernie supporters. It's weird. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do about that. Uh, Self-loathing Bernie supporter. That's like me. You and I have talked about this. Where I'm a vegetarian that never talks about it because I find people who talk about their diets annoying. You know, like well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's kind of like that Pepsi Coke commercial you were saying. Anytime people go on and on about how you shouldn't eat meat, I just get fucking hungry for a cheeseburger. You right. know what I mean? So it's kind of kind of does the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, I, th- they've done that study a million times with a million different things. Like, oh, the movie Fast Food Nation. Do you remember that? Not no no the the I'm sorry. Super Size Me. The yeah, yeah. Fast Food Nation was a book. They made it into a movie, but Super Size Me. They 
there, there was a, there were studies and articles written saying that people and I, my buddy, I took my buddy Baxter to see Super Size Me, and when we were done, he wanted to go to Taco Bell, and they did studies yeah. that said people that saw Super Size Me left the theater going, I kind of want a cheeseburger, like they they wanted to go to McDonald's. They were like that poor man. It those burgers ruined his health so much. Those delicious. Flame broiled uh, with, with three buns. If it's a big man, three goddamn buns, two patties, uh, secret Thousand Island dressing sauce. I gotta go get me one of those. Uh, speaking, but of that's that's kind of what, what you were saying earlier, though. Uh, just sort of why this works about um, well, the Pepsi versus Coke. Does it really make them want to try one over the other? No, because that form the form of advertising that Pepsi and Coke does isn't to take market shares away from each other. It's just to grow the entire market, right? Like, people that drink a lot of soft drinks already have theirs picked up. There's not a fucking... Uh, a, a polar bear commercial adorable enough to make a, 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 a Pepsi Max guy just start fucking drinking Coke, you know? Like, that's not going to happen. But they spend all that money on advertising Pepsi and Coke. That shit's everywhere because they already know... Their people are going to drink their drinks. The other guy's people are going to drink the other guy's drinks. But what they can do is they can make both of those guys drink more soda. That makes sense. So they still make more money that way. So how does that work in politics? Because as I started this with the stupid advertising, I mean, it, you would think that, okay, the, the, the Trump guys are going to vote Trump. The, the Biden guys are going to vote Biden. And... I, I, are they really trying to win over the people that are undecided? Because the way I see it, I, and, and this is just me being blind and ignorant and maybe cross-fingered cross wishful, I would think that the so-called independents or people that sort of sat 2016 out because they didn't like either of them. That second part, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the second one is what they're going for. But I think they're already going to reluctantly vote for Biden. I don't think anybody's going, okay, fucking Biden, now this time I'm voting. I think most of them are going, okay, yeah. I fucked up with Trump. I'll hold my nose and vote for Biden. But I don't think advertising is really going to win them over. I think it's the collapse of the economy and the response to COVID that's going to make them go, I guess I should have voted in 2016. Fine, I'll vote for Biden. Right. That's why Biden has been speaking as little as possible right now, which is absolutely what he should be doing. Right. Um, and, and I'm not saying that would be a great strategy for most people. I'm just saying he fucks up so bad when he speaks a lot of times that it's just like, eh, let, let Trump keep fucking falling on this grenade over and over again. But I, I do think there is something to um, the advertising getting people to vote who might not have voted previously yeah. is yeah it's going to people either know they're going to vote for biden or know they're going to vote for trump but it's i i think the advertising is getting people that are on their side of the fence who wouldn't vote and would just stay home to go vote that's that's really i i think who that's for yeah. if i had to if i had to guess now watching the debates that's fucking crazy because uh, well, yeah, it's just a waste of time. The conventions, the well, the, I, I mean, not so much the debates, the, the conventions. I, I guess I was trying to say it's oh. just, just like, why are you watching this fucking pep rally for a, a party that kind of doesn't give a shit about you, no matter what side it is, and um, you, you know, you, you know, you're gonna vote for. I do uh, have an idea uh, in my head right now, and I think this is how Biden could run his campaign, or because the. Having read uh, the book on how Hillary's campaign imploded, and I know it's two different candidates, and I know people, she had baggage and history and people just didn't like her, but with Kamala Harris being on the bill, I really think that Biden, if he's going to speak publicly, should stick to rural areas, like go try and get the, the, the Wisconsin farmers, the Iowa farmers. He yeah, should stick yeah. to older white demographics and say, look, you know me, you know, this is what you're comfortable with, and let Kamala hit the big cities and say, look, I'm young, I'm a black woman, I'm vibrant, or I'm a woman of color, because I guess she's mixed Indian, African or Afri black, I still say African American, now it's black, uh, we're back to that. Um, but yeah, that, I think yeah, the that last was, thing we need is Biden going back on the breakfast clip. Right. <laughs> that was fucking, that was <laughs> But I think that would be a winning strategy. He, he sticks to, to rural areas, trying to just siphon off one or two percent of the vote that didn't go in 2016 and Kamala sticks to urban hip, you know, sort of blue bases and keeps them energized. I think, I think that would be a winning strategy. You don't want Biden in the, 
you know, the the suburban housewife section, like, come on, ladies, vote for me. I'm going to sniff your hair or whatever the fuck, you know, ideas they have of him. Yeah, it's it's true. I, I still think, man, I still just think he should he should probably lay as low as possible. And and I know that really Hillary Clinton got fucking beat up last time because she didn't go and 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 campaign enough. I I, I thought, but um, well, it's true. She didn't. she sounds she sounds a lot fucking better when she campaigns though than he does. And I'm not saying she's the most electrifying fucking candidate we've ever had. She certainly isn't. But she also doesn't step on her own dick every time she opens her mouth like Biden does. <laughs> well, I remember this. I remember this very well. After every debate in 2016, uh, every every single one, every poll said, "Wow, Hillary sure won that debate." All three of them, and then it didn't matter. So. Right. Which is interesting. But. All right. Well, let's jump into some of the news stories I sent you. Um, I don't have the name in front of me. Let me. Uh, I just thought this was one of those hilarious things. It, it's unfortunately politics, um, but it's funny politics. A Catholic priest, uh, James Altman, he told Catholics who vote Democrat to repent of your support of the party and its platform or face the fires of hell. He said you cannot vote Democrat <laughs> and be... A Catholic. You Do cannot... you renounce Nancy Pelosi? Do you repent? I mean, the obvious line here, the very obvious line is, but you can fuck little boys and get into heaven and be a Catholic because that's all they've done for decades is fuck little kids. It's absurd. The idea that a Catholic priest would say who can and cannot be holy in the eyes of Jesus it's just got it's it's so incredibly absurd. Well, it's it's, it's odd too because, and it, and it really does. It, it shows the the big political divide within the the Catholic Church in in the United States because they they really get painted as more overall conservative than, I, I mean I think they really are. And I I say that because I, I worked on. Um, the Catholic Channel at Syria, just kind of filling in yeah. for a little while, and I and granted, keep in mind this is media, so it's almost inherently going to be more left leaning. That's that's just the way media is in general. I'm not saying there's not right wing outlets, but if it's any media entertainment thing, for the most part, it's going to have a more liberal lean to it. You know, that's 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 the way it's been for a long time. And so, I mean, going back to, you know, like the McCarthy hearings, oh, bring in this Hollywood producer and this writer, are you or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Like that's, it goes back that far. So you, I did get to be around more of the, the left-leaning part of the Catholic Church. Now, they were still conservative when it comes to especially abortion. Yeah. You'll never find, you know, um, but even things like, gay marriage they were more neutral on than anything they were just kind of meh do what you want you, you, you know it, they, I, I, they kind of stayed away from it but they didn't like demonize it does that make sense yeah like they didn't really you know they were like yeah, yeah we can't do it but we ain't mad at you if you go next door to you know wh whatever like it's it's i, I don't know but they it, it, it's a pretty big divide it, it, like the, the catholics as a whole don't really fall into either Party. That's kind of where a lot of that stems from, right? Is is, is you, you? They obviously are going to line up more with the Republicans when it comes to um, social stuff, all oh, family values and 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 gay marriage, and especially especially tripling down on abortion, right? Like that. That's the big one. And I, I would be, I would be, I kind of skim that article. I mean, most of it is going to fucking fall on the abortion stuff, right? He, he, that's that's, that's the be thing true. he really mentions is yeah. is that yeah. in in his that's fiery speeches, they give lip service to, um, you know, you can't pretend to be pro-life and Democrat. And that it really sadly but here's, does. But that's the thing is, is here's where the, the other side of that coin goes. Here's where I've basically heard, I mean, they haven't really come out that hard. On the Catholic, but they basically said what this guy's saying. But from the the Democratic side, is like, look, you have you have a party that doesn't care about the poor, you, you know, that actively tries to fuck them over. Um, you have a party that doesn't want to let immigrants in. You know, uh, Jesus didn't have a tough on immigration kind of fucking policy in the Sermon of the Mount speech or any of that, right? Um, you have a party who's locking 
kids in fucking cages at the border and all that, most of whom are Catholic, by the way. Keep that in mind. Yeah. The Pope <laughs> is a Latino Catholic from South America. It's really hard if you're a Catholic to get behind the, oh, they're sending us rapists and murderers and the voice of our one true God, but also MS-13. You know, it's it's not... So so that that's why it's kind of torn, right? So this guy's more the right-wing side of the coin, but there is definitely a left-wing side of the coin in especially American Catholicism. You just, you don't really see it in the, in, in the news a lot because for the most part, our media likes to focus on, um, on, on guys like this that are just yelling about abortions. They tend to ignore the fact that, well, everybody, all the left-wing people in Hollywood were tweeting while the kids were in cages and they were hashtag this and hashtag that. You actually had a shitload of Catholic priests at the border setting up fucking tents to give food and, and, and medicine and stuff to migrants. So I, you know, when, when you, when you try to paint the whole church as right wing like this guy, it's not, there's definitely another side of that point. Well, and it's, it's, um, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, because you have to read the article to get the pro-life part. You know, it's there. I mean, if you, if you, you know, it's, I didn't even see it in there. I didn't yeah. even need to read it in there. I knew it was there. Yeah. So because the headline is more interesting. The headline is just politics. Catholic priest says you can't vote Democrat. That's the clickbait headline. That's why you see it. That's why it's reported. Not his reasons, because people don't click articles. They don't want to hear his message. They just want to get outraged over the headline. What do you mean this Catholic priest says I can't vote? You know, like. Uh, right. Not even I, like other Catholics probably aren't angry because they get the game. They they say I'm a person of faith and I can vote however I want. It's it's just clickbait. It's just trying to get anybody. It's trying to get you and I rabble rousing and talking about it like we are. We're just not angry and taking a side. Right. Watch watch the movie on Netflix, uh, the the two popes uh, with Anthony Hopkins and. Um... Um, oh yeah, I never saw it. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't see it. It's a pretty decent one, man. But yeah, you had you had uh, the the old old Nazi pope, and he was uh, like they were. It was him and new hippie pope debating fucking politics at the Vatican the whole time. Like that's that's what the whole movie's about. Hmm. Is is what I'm talking about right now. Was that was that on HBO or Netflix? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. I, I remember when it came out, but I I did not. see It's a pretty it. good movie, and I don't have a religious bone in my body, you know, um, but. I, I thought it was a good movie. Well, let's uh, let's stick to politics, and then we'll close out on our last story that's not politics. This one uh, I, I didn't really lead. It's 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 another one of those things that it's a headline that's kind of uh, taken out of context because the headline gets all the clicks. It's still a stupid thing to say, and the person that said it's a complete idiot asshole. I've heard him speak, but uh, Donald Trump Jr. said uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, made a mistake, but we all do stupid things at 17 was was the quote that they throw in the headline trying to compare the the time you got drunk and threw up in your car, which I did, or the time you, you know, overdosed on drug uh, dog medication uh, like you did to sure. getting an AR-15 and driving across state borders to go shoot a couple people and kill them. Well, that's what I thought the comparison was. You know what I mean? Was he was just comparing it to stupid stuff. But then, like most articles, the the headlines kind of misleading. You you scroll down and you realize he's talking about a time when he was in a fraternity that he literally uh, murdered a stripper and his dad paid to cover it up. So it's like, oh, dude, yeah. I mean, he he has done shit like this guy. It turns out you can't judge a book by its cover. He's a, he's a literal uh, uh, sort of you know yacht club murderer, frat boy guy. But it, 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 it's, it is. It's funny that we talk about the, the previous story combined with this one because it is mostly just clickbait. The, the people that want to get angry that he said that are going to get angry. They're not going to read the story. Not that there's much to say. He's just trying to uh, say it's an unfortunate situation, but who didn't do something dumb when they were younger? Well, uh, I didn't murder anyone when I was younger. But it's just the idea of creating that clickbait. Got to get angry off the headline. It, I'm not even sure it's worthy of a story. We Donald Jr. is a dipshit. We know that. We heard his speech at the convention. He's he's kind of an asshole. I mean, what more is there? This is just doubling down. It's reporting something you already know or something you don't care about because you're Team Trump anyway. I'm not sure what the point is other than to look 
to, to, you know, look at another horrible thing they said. Okay, we get it. Is there other news that you could be reporting? Well, yeah, I, I don't care as much about what these guys said. One thing I was hoping would really kind of get talked about out of all of this, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it is. Um, the open carry laws, man, that's really fucking weird to me. And yeah. look, I, I get, I get pro gun states. I get pro gun laws. I used to fucking have a bunch when I lived in a, you know, in a pro gun state. I love the fucking things. I love going shooting. I love all of that. I cannot think of any reason why I would want to carry a fucking M4 around Walmart. That's crazy to me. You're fucking crazy if you think that's a good idea. And I even get concealed carry places. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, man. It's kind of a dangerous area. Maybe there's not a lot of cops where, where you live, especially if it's more rural. You, you know? Hell, there's places way up north, north got to worry about grizzly bears. Yeah. I don't want to... You got to get a community organizer to deal with the, the grizzly bears? No. <laughs> you got to cap that fucking grizzly bear. All right? It's not the same everywhere, you know? So, I... Look, I mean... Everybody was going, oh, look, it's, look at how the cops didn't stop this kid. Isn't this blatant farm? Oh, they, they're happy that he killed protesters and they're racist and this and that. Um, or they just thought he was one of many people walking around with an AR-15 that night. Because there was a bunch of them. And, like, I mean, you, you know, you should be able to stop a guy who's walking around with a fucking AR-15, you know. But it's, a, it's a, a, an open carry state. So they're like, yeah, just just tote around with this fucking thing, like you're like you're storming Fallujah, you know. And it's it, it's crazy to me. Now carrying conceals a little bit different because then even if it's a handgun, you know, if someone's got it the fuck out and you're a cop, you get, hey asshole, come here. You took your gun out. You're going to fucking jail. Like un unless somebody was really coming at you just now, unless I mean you're going to you just took your fucking gun out, man. It's it's concealed. You just you, you have a gun out. You're automatically suspicious of something because you're walking around with a fucking gun out. They didn't stop him because there was so many goddamn people with those ARs that night. And I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, the protesters were kind of yelling stuff. There's a lot of people yelling a lot of shit. They're going to be more. And I'm not, I'm not completely defending the cops in this one. You, you know, maybe they, like, whatever. But I think it, the biggest fucking, like, red flag to me in this whole thing is why the fuck is it even legal for people to just be toting AR-15s around protests that they, you know, yeah. that they don't agree with and are naturally going to clash with them? Because if it's a protest that you're on the other side of and you go up to it with a fucking loaded AR, that's automatically like an aggressive thing. So they're going to, you, you know, it, it, it entices people to act aggressively towards you. And I, I just think that, you know, walking around with, with any fucking open carry gun, it's just asking for problems, especially when there's a lot of protests and things like that, especially when tensions are high. And, and something like this was bound to happen. I just really wish that instead of saying, oh, who said who about this and why isn't the, the president saying this and why is his son a dick? Um, I, I wish they would really kind of tackle this, this open carry thing, but they... It's it's just not coming up, man. That's sad. I mean, that, that's a really good point. And what you said about uh, escalation is something I found interesting since the beginning of these uh, the protests, which is um, I can't remember I, I, the fact I I retain bits of information, but I can never retain sources. But I've I've read several studies on protests and. If you send a police presence to a protest just dressed in blues, it sends one message. If you send a police presence dressed in helmets and riot gear, it sends a different message and it escalates everything. And then if you have those... But then, then but to be fair, to look, and I get the protective gear, yeah. they also get rocks and shit thrown at them. No, that's you true. You know, like, well, I, I, I've had fucking rocks thrown at me overseas. And I mean, I had, I, I was usually in a turret and shit. So I wasn't really that worried about it. I had a helmet. Um, let some fucking Antifa jerk off hit you in the head with a fucking padlock. You know what I mean? And you'll you'll want to go back with a helmet next time. So I, I get why they have that stuff. Well, I get it too. But the the studies that I read, and and like I said, I'm not a smart guy. Um, what about the study that where one cop gets hit in the head with a rock who's just wearing a soft cap, and the other cop gets hit in the head and he's wearing a helmet? That's that's gonna be that that I, I mean. They have that shit for a reason. Well, you know? sometimes the, the study said that 
it doesn't always escalate to rock throwing, but because if the cops just show up and sort of monitor, say, okay, we get your protesting, um, it's when they show up and look like they're going to bust heads, then it just automatically escalates the other side to where they want to throw rocks. Again, I'm, I'm speaking out of turn. I'm just saying, like, there, there are ways to escalate a situation and de-escalate, and I think that should be studied and instilled in. in no, forces. absolutely. I think you should send in plain clothes first. But I'm just saying it. it no, no, um, I'm not even talking about having right them now. show up in, in riot gear. Yeah, um, I'm saying doesn't training. automatically to me. There yeah, should yeah. be training, and hopefully it'll happen in the future. I don't know why it hasn't happened to now, considering, you know. Oh, because the people that suggested this this training and de-escalation uh, decided to name it defund the police. No, 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 which no, no, actually, no, 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 it would no, take no, more funding no, no, to no, no, train no. them not, more. You know, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about it's 2020. Yeah. We've dealt with this shit for years, and we've heard about it. So why is it not instilled in law enforcement training how to de-escalate a situation instead of escalating it? I, I'm sure it is on some level. Oh, they're they're drastically under under fucking trained, man. Yeah. In a lot of these departments, man, it's 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 sad, you know. It is sad that it's it's. Again, it, it should, which is why it's nice to see Biden. He came out swinging early on and said, "I do not stand for defunding the police," because he knew that was a losing That's strategy. Good. That is, that is way a losing strategy. Yeah. All right, it's, final it's story. You, you, Let's wanna, get away from you know, you know what that is. You know what that is 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 the people that kind of go the other way with that, especially if they're like actual politicians. That's sort of the left wing version of oh, there's good people on both sides. You, you know, like you can you can take a a stance that's for. Um, better training the police for more accountability for the, for the police. You, you know what I mean? For reforming right. the police without pandering to the shitheads who have taken over part of Portland and are walking around beating people unconscious for fi like trying to film something. You, you know what I mean? Like like that's sort of the left wing version of oh, there's good people on both sides. Oh, it's mostly peaceful protests, really. Because the Charlottesville people were mostly peaceful protests, if you want to play that game. You know? So, I, yeah, most of them didn't drive a car. In, that was only one guy. That's, that means Charlottesville was 99.99% peaceful protests. You know? So, I, it, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. You can, you can fucking um, take a stand for the, the cause and separate yourself from some of the fucking lunatics. But a lot of people on the left. That, that is one thing I'm glad that Biden has done. And, and Biden did say that when uh, he came out and said, if you are rioting, that's not protesting. If you're looting, that's not protesting. You know, he, he, he drew a clear, right. distinct line between. So that was good of him. Now, see, me, I, on a personal note, um, I, you know, you can support one thing without the other in terms of, like, peaceful protesting versus violent looting and stuff. I only support the violent looting because have you ever been to a peaceful protest? Fucking boring, boring. Hey, hey, ho, ho, this fucking thing has got to, oh my God. It's just like, dude, I'm out here supporting a good cause. I deserve a swag bag. I was so bored at the last one I went to, I almost threw a rock through my own fucking car window. It was goddamn, oh, it was tedious. Well, I, uh, I I didn't experience it, but I remember Occupy Wall Street, and that just looked like a bunch of hippies camping with their little uh, snap, 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 snap way of uh, voting and their drum circles. And, yeah, that seemed like nothing yeah. I wanted to be a part of. That seemed The like problem with leaderless movements is uh, annoying. it kind of, it kind of un unravels into nonsense. And then anybody who kind of wants to make you look like shit is just going to point the camera at the the wildest maniac out there, and that now becomes the face of your movement. Yeah, you know? that is true, that is true. And they always say, well, the cops go after the leaders. And it's like, yeah, that's because they know you need them. What are you, what are you talking about? Yes. All right, final story. Let me pull it up. Um, I would be surprised if we don't hear uh, one Joe Rogan talking about this, because this seems to be in his wheelhouse. But... Um, there's a woman named Castor Semenya, S-E-M-E-N-Y-A, Semenya. She, uh, born a woman, identifies oh, as a right. woman. This was fucking weird. What's that? Yeah. This was weird. I remember this story. Yeah. yeah. As she, but she has, un, she has naturally high testosterone levels. She's not taking any performance enhancing drugs. She just has, I, I, I could be speaking out of turn here, this, the testosterone of a male <laughs> But she was born a woman. She has women genitalia. She identifies as a woman. But she has high testosterone for a woman. And she wins all these sprinting races. And now the racing community, which says that if a man 
if, if someone was born biologically a man but was born in the wrong body and transitions to a woman, you go, girl. You can uh, participate in, in racing and win even though you, you have male muscles. This woman has to take drugs to lower her testosterone in order to compete. It's what you said. It's fucking bizarre to think that. So, yeah, she, yeah if she has to take stuff to, to lower her testosterone, but then, like, if Terry Crews transitions tomorrow, she now has to go against him in a sports bra. Right. That's fucking, that's wild, man. And that that's the thing I don't understand is, I and this is where we're walking on eggshells because you get called transphobic if you say anything that does not completely 100% support what a trans person wants needs to do wants to do you know like if I get it if you were born in the wrong body I get it I get it and you want to transition I just think if there's if there's any transitioning be- between the genders right like you should still be able to compete but you should automatically I think have to compete in a male um division because you would be at a like whatever puts you at the advantage over the other people I, I don't think you should get the deal well, that's, uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I was saying we were walking on eggshells, and you just flat out, you <laughs> bluntly like you should. See, that's what I'm trying to say. Is it's odd that, and, and again, Rogan's talked about this, where you have, some, like you said, Terry Crews. But that's the thing. I think most trans people wouldn't fucking agree with it. Like, most of them fucking get this. Yes, they it's, get, it's like, you know. It's like a, a small percentage of really loud right. voices that shout everyone down and create problems and cancel they, they use cancel culture to say that if you do not support every single thing a per- trans person wants to do, then you are anti-trans and you are hateful. As where I'm saying, it's just very cautious to say, with Rogan, it's MMA, where he says that if Terry Crews transition, and South Park did a great episode on this, where you, you don't oh, just that get shit was hilarious with macho man of women. There, yeah. there was, oh, I wish I'd pulled this up. I'm only thinking of it right now. Fuck, I wish I remembered this exactly. So I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't remember the exact situation but i read of someone in track and field there was a male who finished 26th out of 26th in every race then transitioned to be a woman and then for a while was the number one sprinter in the world as a woman and i'm like but really right how and this is where jk rowling gets in trouble she says i support trans people I also support women. I am a woman. How Look at all those other women that are just getting the shit kicked out of them by someone with Terry Crews legs. And then they're like, you're a hateful person. Fuck you. And, and it's this. Is, it's, I don't even know what she said. I just know that, like, I would have been I would have been pissed off if I was um, someone who was getting royalties off the Harry Potter movies. And then she's like diving into trans, and I'm like, "What are you doing? We had a fucking winning lottery ticket for life, and you decided to come out and like that would be like if the guy, you know, like let's say I'm the guy who does the voice for SpongeBob. I fucking did some voiceover work, and now I live in a in a palace because it will keep replaying. People keep buying Halloween costumes and kids' toys, and then all of a sudden the guy who plays the starfish goes, "Well, I don't know why Colin Kaepernick can't just fucking stand for the national anthem. Why doesn't that un-American fuck?" Go move to Russia and try to play football there. And I'd be like, fucking, what are you doing? What are you, shut up! What you, what you just tear up our winning lottery ticket? You fucking asshole sponge fish starfish thingy. Well, and to be fair, we've gotten away from the story. And the story is this woman was born with, you know, an advantage. And I'm not sure that's called cheating. That That's like... She's not Lance Armstrong injecting performance-enhancing drugs. She's just like, I took this natural advantage and trained. Yeah, it's, this it's to me like is really nice. Yeah. Said, oh, I can run faster than everyone. She, uh, you know, took advantage of a natural, naturally occurring situation, and I think it's really bizarre that she is being punished for being who she is. You know, it was it was kind of like that time. My, my cousin actually was a champion um, uh, fencer. He was born with three arms, and uh, he used to just fucking kick ass. He would be switching the, the sword. It was like that fucking guy in Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? He would just switch the sword back and forth. He used to kick everyone's ass. They made him fucking, they made him tie one arm behind his back. I mean, technically, he still had two arms, but it was uncomfortable for him. And he couldn't win anymore, you know? I say, let him keep the third arm, you fucking bigots. You, you fucking armophobics. It was bullshit. 
All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, I will say two things. Yeah, she definitely shouldn't have to take testosterone. Like, if anything, they should be trying to put more testosterone. In people. Like, if, if you're going to alter people's natural stuff, make it more entertaining. You know what I mean? Make them run fast. Make them, you know, give yeah. them some steroids. Give them some juice. Make, make it fun for the fans. Make it fun. If we got to watch at home, they got to be even fucking, it's got to be even crazier because it's all on TV now. So, you know, give, give them drugs. Give them drugs. All right, in closing, I'm going to say uh, two things. One, uh, movie review. I went to see Tenet, and it was not good at all. Tenet? Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's just boring. And here's the second thing I will say. Instead of me giving a review of Tenet, I am telling you, Jake, and I'm telling all the listeners, I have my new favorite movie critic. He's called The Critical Drinker. He's a Scotsman on YouTube. I absolutely recommend everyone look him up because he plays a belligerent drunk who... He is very insightful, and I someone, when I said that I went to see Tenet and that I didn't like it, someone linked me to his review of the movie, and I was hooked because oh, he awesome. starts talking about how bad the premise is, and he gets so frustrated and just goes, and then this happens, and, ah, fuck off, film. Like, that's his response to being <laughs> so frustrated. He just tells the But then he puts that in a lot of his reviews where he gets to the point, like Ghostbusters 2016, where it's so bad, he's just like, ah, fuck off, film. But it's it's he is very insightful, and he gives great, thoughtful reviews. The Critical Drinker. He's on YouTube. I absolutely recommend you look up some of his movie reviews. They are they are hilarious and 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 just like I said, worth listening to because he puts he puts time and effort. He's a very good movie critic, and he just happens to be hilarious. My favorite one nice. is Jake. When we log off, send me the audio file and then watch. Look up the Critical Drinker Pandora. <laughs> it's or Pandora? no, not Pandora. That's the planet Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. You know, I still have not seen that movie. Oh, it's horrible. And he shreds the shit out of it. Really? That's funny. I always hear people say it's either really good or really bad. Oh, he, I, I, he shreds yeah. it. And it's it's one of those things where I'm nice. watching going, yes, this is everything I'm thinking only from the, the, the vocal cords and mouth of But then again, any kind of like a kid's movie? That's always my thing, dude. Like, I, I it always wasn't supposed like... to be a kid's movie. Oh, okay. No. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Listen uh, every week, write reviews, share with friends, visit jakevevra.com, visit nathantimmel.com, and hey, uh, in a couple weeks, Jake and I are going to be on a Zoom comedy show. We will promote that more thoroughly as it gets closer. So Absolutely. All right, thanks for tuning in. Later. <laughs>